0: Welcome, 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 welcome. It's the Fish and Chip Podcast. Coming back at you. New week, starting it off fresh. New month. New month. Eleven months old we are now.
1: Wow. It's
0: coming up on here real fast. Welcome to March, people. Best month of the year, in my opinion. <laughs> and why uh, is that, Dan? Oh, no reason. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you know what? I'm not waiting around today. Chip Daly's over there. Dan Fish right here. Screw the plugs. Play the sound, Chip.
1: Whoa. Okay.
0: It's time for Dan's favorite athlete on earth today. Drop that's, my pen. Hang on.
1: It's This to be the fastest we've ever done this.
0: Yes, it is. Because with good reason, it is not an athlete of the day today. It is a person of the day. Uh, Golden Globes were on Sunday.
1: Yes, they were. And
0: uh, my favorite person, Black Panther, Chadwick – it, it's Bozeman, right? Yes. Chadwick Bozeman.
1: Like the uh, he Montana, won in Montana. Like the what? <laughs> like the city in Montana. Okay. It's
0: <laughs> <be> spelled different, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Uh, He was awarded a Golden Globe on Sunday and his wife was there to accept it on his behalf, obviously, since he passed away this year. So I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Black Panther.
1: Yes, he won.
0: My favorite person of the day. Congrats on the award.
1: He won for best, Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama in the movie Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Legend. Yep. Not too soon so, so sad so sad
0: yeah but a touching moment though
1: yeah it was also a cool thing speaking of golden globes there's also a cool thing um there's i think it's a tiktok guy that asked like three to five year olds a bunch of questions and stuff and they put him on for a segment about the golden globes so he was asking them all these things and they just give ridiculous answers but the <laughs> one the one thing all the kids knew was who the black panther was so that was pretty cool
0: nice Yeah, i well, like uh,
1: who's chadwick bozeman and they're all like black panther, black panther.
0: that one guy
1: that one gave me some chills you know
0: yeah that gave me chills oh, another thing happened this weekend that might have given you chills i'm gonna change speeds now go over to golf wait
1: my my sweet oh! Segway was there <laughs> was Oh. Okay. <laughs> not Segway, but whatever um for a game today we have golden globes oh nice <laughs> Okay. Moving on. Not, now we will
0: change faces to something else that happened this weekend. that was kind of touching, um, in golf. I just want to say Colin Mark won his, uh, first ever world golf championship Ooh. at the workday. Um, yeah. Uh, congrats to him. But in what may have grabbed more headlines, um, a lot of players this weekend on Sunday wore black and red as tiger always did on Sundays to support him. And, uh, Tiger was watching because he tweeted out or posted something on social media, thanking all the guys for the support and it's their support. That's helping them get through this at this time. Uh, among those people were Tony Finau, Rory McIlroy, Tommy Fleetwood, Phil Mickelson, wearing in the black and red to uh, um, recognize and show support to their good friend, Tiger. So cool moment there on the PGA tour and well yeah, done by cool. those players.
1: Very cool. Back to you, Chip. Uh Oh, a big uh oh this weekend, my my team my college NDSU football, <laughs> the they lost their first game in football since November like fourth of something of twenty seventeen. Was it thirty eight
0: or thirty nine games?
1: Thirty nine straight wins, which would F- mean two F-C-S undefeated C-S seasons. Record. Yes, this is the second game basically of this season. Their third one of the year, I guess. And they yeah got destroyed, thirty eight to fourteen.
0: Now here's Trey Lance. he's sitting out? Oh uh, yeah,
1: he's, no, he's, he's not. not
0: partici- yeah, so he's he's not going to play at all this year.
1: Right? I don't think he's even at school anymore.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I figured he's preparing for the NFL draft. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, because think- he did play in that game back in the fall.
1: Yeah. Yep. They also have a lineman that's projected to go in the first three rounds, who I believe is also not playing, doing the same thing. I think a lot of those athletes that are. Maybe FCS level that are preparing for the draft are not playing this spring, which makes sense. I would
0: think that's probably a good idea.
1: Yes. Uh, Avoid injury, and it's so close. I mean, the Combine's coming up, although it's all virtual or something this year. Again, I don't know. know. And there's, like, pro days and workouts and stuff. So, yeah, I don't think a lot of NFL draftees are going to be playing this season. Yeah, understandably. Yep. So, yeah, and man lost.
0: Oh well. How's your feelings about that? Not I don't crying mean. yet.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, hmm. I you're it over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the the quarterback they have right now. I don't want to fire any shots, but he's not definitely not as good as the last three they've had. But they got a transfer from West Virginia. Um, this past I guess winter, but he's not eligible because he just transferred. He looks good going into next fall, though. That's that's when we'll be hyped.
0: Okay, we'll be hyped next fall.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the spring (laughs) season is more of a practice run.
0: I have a funny story um, to cover as far as FCS football is concerned. Eastern Washington, you know that team, right?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Apparently, over the course of the weekend, they had a game, and they were kicking a field goal. And at the same time the field goal was up, the ref had a mishap with his mask and was trying to adjust it. Ball went through the uprights and he didn't see it, so he said it was no good. <laughs>
1: I saw a headline about that, but I didn't know. oh my gosh, and they can't overrule that or what?
0: Oh no, I don't think they counted it.
1: What I feel like that's gonna be. Yeah, are field goal kicks reviewable?
0: Probably do not. they do re- do they do instant replay at the FCS? Yeah, oh, yeah,
1: oh. that's true. No, only in the playoff games,
0: <laughs> so yeah. Uh, it was like the headline was like in the most epically botched <laughs> wow call ever.
1: hopefully it didn't you. have a big uh, influence on the game
0: I don't know I didn't look I just that was funny to me to see <laughs> uh, that would be the next way that coaches would be upset now is you missed a call because you're fixing your mask
1: <laughs> yeah right Jeez.
0: oh man 2021 I tell
1: mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. it's kind of, kind of funny though <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> unfortunate oh, for Eastern man. Washington, but kind of funny.
0: Yes, yes, unfortunate, but kind of funny. I have other funny news that we're going to talk about segment two, but I want to hold oh. off on that okay. because that's from the NBA. Uh, we got some NFL talk. Um, <clears throat> something big just happened on Monday as we we're recording, so we're going to cover that segment two. I want to just get the plugs in now that I skipped them. Twitter at Fish and Chip Pod, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, the Google machine, and Amazon, most places you get your podcasts. Uh, fish and chip podcast. We are Dan Fish, Chip Daily. We'll be coming back segment two next.
1: Oh, welcome back to the fish and chip podcast. Shouting out Arizona, old whole state, because uh, yeah, big, big reasons that I think uh, I won't tell you right now because it's a major segment. Big news, watch, just watch, watch, watch. Yes, Chip Daily here, Dan Fish over there, Chip Fish and Chip podcast. <sighs> watch, take it away. I'm out breath.
0: JJ Watt, two years, 31 mil. 23 guaranteed Arizona Cardinals teaming back up with DeAndre Hopkins. I
1: did That's not expect this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I was actually just thinking about this in the morning and I was like, I wonder when JJ Watts going to get signed. Cause I feel like he's going to get signed here, you know, before the draft for sure. And I'm just kind of thinking about teams he's going to potentially go to. And the, really the two teams that kept, I kept coming back to were the Packers and the Steelers. Yeah. I kind of was starting to feel like those were the only two he was going to go to. And then all of a sudden, 30 minutes later, boom, J.J. Watt, Arizona Cardinals.
1: Yeah, like what? <laughs> also, yeah. quick change. Is it even free agency yet? I don't know. How was he able to sign? Did he sign or just accept the deal? Or maybe he just accepted. Yeah. I thought they couldn't do that yet, though. Anyway, yeah, that, that uh, kind of unexpected. It's a rather tough division. I know there's also rumors of Buffalo and Cleveland. So, yeah, I I mean, it definitely seemed like it was going to be an East team or North team, but staying where it's warm. Yep. Scottsdale.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do want to say though, uh, what about this whole process a little differently than most people do? Um, He, he was the first person to report that he was being released from the Texans himself. Like he didn't, it didn't come out from the team and it didn't come out from like a source like, Adam Schefter, for instance, or somebody like that. It came out from him. And then as well as his uh, agreement to go to the Cardinals, he (laughs) posted that on Twitter first. He was was the first person to break the story. So he, he was the one uh, covering his own story. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Did you see the picture he tweeted out on Monday?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Lifting weights, doing some squats.
1: (laughs) With the Arizona Cardinals. The caption was source, source me or something. (laughs) It said Arizona Cardinals. He's doing some squats. Nice. Mm, pretty cool. Good for Arizona. Yep. The, the defense needed a little bit of help.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Hopefully he can, you know, he's 31 years old. Hopefully he still has a few years left in him. Yeah. But quality. Uh, but else. the team he left though, the Texans, I hear they're still not answering the phones for people regarding Deshaun Watson.
1: Yes, indeed.
0: It's just bewildering to me.
1: Yeah, I know. I like Mm, they're going to regret it the longer they wait.
0: Yeah. I, I'm saying it's got to get done soon here. Um, apparently though, Deshaun Watson has met with uh Collie Cooley, whatever that guy's name is, their new head coach. Uh, it was the first time they've spoken to each other since uh, he was hired. So maybe that's a sign that he is willing to change his mind, but I don't think he is. That's just yeah. my opinion.
1: Unless they don't have much cap space either. Do they?
0: The Texans?
1: Yeah. Or well, they? I can't
0: remember. I, I don't know. I doubt it. Say,
1: they could, I mean, maybe they'll try and make a huge splash in free agency and get a bunch of people, but I don't know if they have that much money.
0: Yeah, Bill O'Brien pretty much ran that franchise <laughs> on <into>
1: the ground. <laughs> yes. Poor Texans. <laughs> Speaking of quarterbacks and trades. Listen, quarterbacks? I, quarterbacks. Where's a quarterback. Russell Wilson. I think we kind of mentioned it last week about him being... He said he's sick of being sacked so much. Um, so there's been rumors flying about trades, but he's kind of shut them down. However, I think on Friday, he said he wants to stay with Seattle, but if he were traded, he <laughs> would want to go to the Dallas Cowboys, New Orleans Saints, Las Vegas Raiders, or the Chicago Bears. To which the Chicago fans were going wild, of course. Naturally. Yes. Um, I I don't think he's gonna get traded. That'd be very stupid of Seattle. Um,
0: I think there's a possibility there, though. You do? I really do. I really do because I don't think their their defense is as good as people think it is. Yeah,
1: I mean, they were because one of, of the, the reputation defenses. that they've
0: had. You <laughs> know, like the rep- Yeah, the, the reputation of them is Legion of Boom, so everybody thinks their defense is great, but their defense isn't that great right now. Yeah. Um. And. I mean, yeah, you got a few guys on the offense that are pretty good with Carson, the running back, and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, but you don't have an offensive line. So if there was a time to get a lot of draft capital and start start a rebuild, yeah, um, I think now is the time. And also you got to be looking at that division. The 49ers are probably going to be back to being good again with everybody healthy this next year. I would expect them to be a much better team. Uh, The Cardinals are up and coming with a young quarterback, Kyler Murray. And then uh, L.A. is all in this season and one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl. So you got three teams in your division that are all looking really good. Maybe now is the time to blow it up and start over so that when their window closes, your window's opening back up. So if you're looking at a long term thing, I think, yeah, moving him might make sense now. Um, but I mean, if you're still going to try to win a Super Bowl in the next two three years, you got to keep them. But I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl in the next two three years with the yeah. rosters that they have now. So you got to you got to just look at it realistically. And I think now is the time to get all those draft picks back because remember they gave up two first round picks to get Jamal Adams.
1: That's also right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So they don't have good a whole lot of draft. There, Dan.
0: They don't have a whole lot of draft capital right now. And if they could get you know a first and a second plus out of plus a player uh, like a uh, like for instance if they if they would trade with the Cowboys could they get Dak Prescott a first round pick maybe yeah, for Russell know. Wilson I think that would be possible maybe a first and a third with Dak
1: Honestly, maybe. if they got Dak Prescott for Russell Wilson I don't think they'd be that much worse off
0: yeah They're I know big. and then and then what I'm saying is then you can have you know two years because sh- you're gonna you're gonna contract Dak Prescott for probably five years if you get him. minute yeah And then you can say, he's our quarterback for the next five years. We have two years to use our draft picks to make this team better and get free agent signings. And then, like I said, maybe by that point, the Rams window for opportunity is closing. Maybe the 49ers are looking to start a rebuild of some sort, and then you can be the best team in that division, you know, in two, three years.
1: Just a thought. Yeah, Some good thoughts.
0: I really think the Cowboys are the biggest player here and then the Raiders because they'll be able to give Seattle a quarterback in exchange. Yeah. Right now, the Saints only have Taysom Hill under contract and they're not going to trade him. Um, They don't have Jameis Winston to trade, for instance. You know, the Bears, what are you going to give up? Nick Foles? I'm sorry. I'm passing on that. It's Travis. So it's either Dak Prescott from the Cowboys or it's uh, Derek Carr from the Raiders. So I think those those two teams have the best shot at doing this. Yeah. And I know John Gruden loves Russell Wilson. And I know that Dallas isn't committed to Dak Prescott. So I'd say those two are probably the first two I'd think about.
1: Or also Seattle can just rattle with a Geno Smith. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Why not? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he he can be a nice filler for a season.
0: Yeah, but then you're purposefully tanking. Yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> that's just true. All
0: right, well, other football talk. A different football.
1: The, the different football. All right, strap into your seatbelts, kids. This is this is deep. <laughs> Felt like I was working for sixty minutes when I was reading all this stuff and researching it. The World Cup of Soccer, a.k.a. Football, a.k.a. FIFA, is in Qatar in 2022. They won the bid in 2010. Um, Since then, they have been building basically a bunch of stadiums. World Cup locations always do this, just like the Olympics. They've been building lots of stadiums, hotels, essentially constructing a whole new city or town for this event. And I had heard... Like, kind of just sporadically over the few years that the working conditions have been pretty poor. But I didn't know they were this bad. Um So, Norwegian Football Club, I have no idea how to pronounce it, Tr- Tromsø, I-L, is the first football club to promote a boycott of the World Cup because of these poor working conditions. So far... Reports from Sports Illustrated Yahoo and NPR have said over sixty five hundred migrant workers or immigrant workers from surrounding countries have died while basically constructing these stadiums and hotels and Qatar's listed most of these as natural deaths, like you know hey we just it's hot here people die it's basically what they're saying um, which is the main thing intense summer heat is what they consider a natural death. But there's also a lot of accidents that have been happening and reports of suicide because of these terrible working conditions. 2019, the UK's Daily Mirror, I guess it's a news source there, did a report and found that the average worker there was working 48-hour weeks, basically six days, and making $264 a month. And most of these workers were from India... Uh, some northern African countries, basically people that just needed a job to work. So there's there's a lot going on. I mean, it's, they're almost done now, but it's I think it's going to get really deep the closer we get to it and more teams might start boycotting it. And then on top of all this, when they originally won the bid 11 years ago, there are reports that Qatar was paying the voting officials that choose the place over one million dollars a person to basically influence the vote. So there's a lot of, bad, oh my goodness, yeah, there's a lot of bad and illegal things going on in Qatar to get this World Cup. Um, and the the death number of 6,500 people over 10 years just working on these locations is terrible. And I kind of support what this Norwegian team is doing and I hope other teams catch on. I mean, I would hate also to say to change locations and then you have all these people basically died for no reason. I mean, they still are dying for no reason, but um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a lot that comes out either leading up to the event or some years after there's going to be reports. I also briefly read that some reporters were there a few years ago and they were detained. Cause they didn't want them taking pictures of these working conditions. So for a country that's trying to come across as kind of wealthy and, you know, up and coming to host this big event, they are doing some sketchy things that
0: uh, there's so many mixed emotions. I have about this. Yeah. (laughs) Cause it's like, if I had lost a family member working on that or a friend or something like that, be like, well, at least have the world cup. So like all their hard work didn't go wasted, you know, but then at the same time, it's like, but if we have the World Cup, we're just rewarding this country.
1: It's almost with like all of, labor, yeah
0: with all of this uh, econ- economic boost that the World Cup would have on you know their nation's well-being, yeah, and you're rewarding them for <laughs> slipping money under the table and all this other stuff. Like you don't want them to get it away, get away with it, but you also want like these players go up there and and you know perform, you know, and almost like to honor the hard work that the people that gave their lives up to do this, you know. Oh man, this is tough. This is (laughs) this is (laughs) not good. This is not good.
1: And yeah, I mean, these numbers of like the deaths and stuff are fairly recent too. So it's not like people have been. I mean, over the last 10 years, there's been reports of workers dying, which, I mean, it seems like there's always accidents. I don't think anyone expected the numbers to be quite this high. And some say these numbers are still too low for the actual events (laughs) because, and they've been listing them as natural deaths. Like, you know, a natural death seems like, to me, like someone that just dies when they're 90 and their body just finally quits. I'm yeah. sure these workers are mostly in like their 30s and 40s. Maybe yeah, 40s. like if you
0: have like if you have a heat stroke, it's not listed natural death. Like yeah. you died from a heat stroke. <laughs>
1: yeah, but that's what they're listing these as.
0: Gosh, that is so. That's so corrupt. I mean, well, I, I think the, stuff I think the right thing would be for a lot of teams to come out and say that we're going to boycott it. We're not going to play in it. And yeah. then for FIFA to, to respond to that by moving it. Yeah, I think that's the best thing to do.
1: I believe FIFA has been investigating. Which, I mean, if there's this many news sources already reporting, I don't know what they need to... I don't know. I suppose just go through the motions. There was also a report that the, uh, the former president of... <laughs> it's called the CONCAC uh, C-O-N-C-A-C-F. It's the U.S., Central America, Canada, Caribbean for football, FIFA, soccer. Uh, that president was given $2 million to vote for guitar he has since resigned or was fired so yeah lots of, lots of corruption wow in the world of soccer.
0: not good not good we'll have to pay attention to that and see whatever comes of this and mm. what happens down in the future yeah
1: i was i was surprised when i just yeah like, started reading about this this weekend
0: good research chip thank very you well thank done. you very well done <laughs> Uh, Let's end segment two on a lighter note. I sent you an article this weekend that I found funny. There was a game between the Atlanta Hawks and the Oklahoma city thunder this weekend, or maybe it was Friday. Um, It was in Oklahoma city and the thunder, how this is supposed to happen is teams when they're going to play a game, have to submit what uniform they're going to wear to the league. So, in the process of doing that, the Thunder submitted that they were going to wear orange. They're going to wear their all orange uniforms, with the blue numbers in print. And uh, they sent that into the league. And then somebody at the league office signed off on this, that it was fine without noticing that the Atlanta Hawks also submitted that they were going to wear their all red uniforms. So imagine two teams going at it, one in like blaze orange and one in bright red (laughs) It, it was really difficult to uh, to distinguish necessarily unless you were really focused on it, like yeah. what team was what. Um, so at halftime of the game, the Thunder went into their locker room and found their white uniforms, put those on. Obviously, the Hawks didn't have an, a backup uniform being on the road. So uh, the Thunder went in and got their white uniforms, changed at halftime. Um, and <laughs> obviously what we were saying is, why would they wait until halftime to yeah. fix it? Well... I'm sure it was one of those situations where the players always wear their warm-ups, you know, for warm-ups, and then as soon as starting lineups are done, they'll take their warm-ups off and go right out to the center court and throw the ball up. So they were probably walking out and just realize like, why are we all wearing, like, <laughs> orange and red? Why are the <laughs> <same color?
1: laughs>
0: and obviously, the refs aren't going to just stop the game and make everybody go back to the locker room and change real quick.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't Flip know. Late, I feel like they should have, but whatever.
0: Yeah, they should have just been like, all right, everybody, Oh, we're going to just give you 15 more minutes. Yeah, we're just Go gonna get changed.
1: <laughs> I wonder if there was like any more turnovers or something than noticed in the first half and normal.
0: It'd be interesting I, to see. I didn't. Um, I mean, these guys are professionals, so yeah. they know who they're, I mean, you, you don't really have to see the Jersey color as much as recognize somebody's face, yeah, you true. know? But yeah, uh for a fan's perspective, watching on TV, not not an ideal one to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although be, uh... everything was right there, all was righted. The Thunder did win that game. So um <laughs> and like the Thunder came out and said, we did everything right. We went by the book, submitted our uniforms. The Hawks submitted their uniforms to the league, and the league office looked at it and signed off on it without really putting two and two together that hey, orange and red are really similar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't really like it where teams are both wearing you know <clears throat> their colored uniforms at the same time, um just like unless it's gonna be like gold and then the other team's wearing like blue or something like that, yeah, I don't really like it when one team's like wearing red and one team's wearing blue. I like having one lighter color on the North. court, so whether that's gray or white or gold, I'm fine with that, but I don't like when it's like red versus blue out there, you know sometimes like this instance they do get a little too close (laughs) crazy crazy to think about fun little story to end segment two fish and chip podcast (laughs) um you got a game that you mentioned is based on the golden globes i Uh don't pay attention to that stuff so wish me luck another diabolical game from chip segment three fish and chip podcast coming next Welcome back to the Fish and Chip Podcast. Chip's got a game. Yes, he does. I don't know how to rhyme. So take it away, Chip.
1: <laughs> Sick. Uh, yes, Golden Globes so were on Sunday. That is uh, film and TV awards for the previous year. It was different, it was mostly virtual, whatever. I have eight questions for Danny Boy. They uh, pertain to this year's Alan awards. And since I know Dan loves his TV and movies, I have made this quite easy for you. Um, I picked for the award ones. They're all multiple choice based on the nominees. If you just know know me and what I'd watch, that's going to be your answer. I'll just tell you that much.
0: Okay, great.
1: <laughs> uh, the first two might be the most difficult, but then I'll get easier.
0: So you're saying there's a chance.
1: There's a good chance.
0: All right, let's do it. I'm ready. I'm locked and loaded.
1: All right, number one. This year, had two hosts, and this is their fourth time hosting together. I believe they were in different cities, though. Anyway, they did. uh, They hosted together previously in three consecutive years from 2013 through 2015. Do you know who they are? Tina Fey. Yes.
0: And uh, Amy Poehler. Yes. Oh. I'm so glad I saw a commercial for that. It's the only reason I knew that.
1: Yeah, I believe one of them was in New York and one was in L.A. for the thing. It was kind of weird. Anyway, number two last year, Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor in a Drama Motion Picture for his performance in this movie. I I have another sentence that will help you if you want me to give it. Otherwise, the Joker, I the Joker.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. You know why I knew that? Because I asked you that question once upon a time this summer. I, think,
1: okay, I thought so. Yeah, in yeah. a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My next sentence in there was based around the main antagonist in the Batman world. Yes. So, right. you, might get, you might get a perfect score here. Let's oh, see. boy. <laughs> <gasps> Number three. This one is uh, for this year's award, so I have multiple choice. This year, this person and the film they were in won Best Actor in a Musical or Comedy Film and Best Musical Comedy Motion Picture. The nominees were A, Sasha Baron Cohen in Borat, B, James Corden in The Prom, C, Lin-Manuel Miranda in Hamilton, or D, Andy Sandberg in Palm Springs.
0: Oh, no. Oh, man. It's got to be Borat, right? Is that
1: your final Final. Answer?
0: Oh, you like Andy Samberg too? But I'm gonna go with Borat because I didn't know that film from Andy Samberg this year.
1: Me neither. But that's correct. Yay! Josh Baron Cohen was best comedy actor, and he was in the best comedy movie. Oh, number four. Forget about this one. This one might be tough. But there's lots of hints in it. All right, here we go. Last year, this film won the most awards of the night with three. It was best supporting actor of Brad Pitt. Best screenplay. La La Land. No. Best <laughs> screenplay for Quentin Tarantino and Best Motion Picture for musical or comedy. The movie features an old actor and a stuntman in Hollywood during the time of the Manson murders.
0: Doing Do multiple choices?
1: <laughs> no. Do you know the name of the film?
0: To be honest, I kind of got lost.
1: <laughs> there was a lot of <laughs> words there. The big hint is Hollywood. I'll give you that much is in the title. And Leonardo DiCaprio is in it. Quentin Tarantino. Director. Hmm. 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 Think of how a uh, cliché start to a children's book would go. Like a fantasy world. Once First, Upon a Time? Yes. Then, in Hollywood? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Long walk for a short drink of water there. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Got it. Got it.
1: All right. Number five. This year, who won Best Performance by an Actress in a Musical or Comedy TV Series? The nominees were Lily Collins and Emily in Paris, Kaylee Cuoco in Flight Attendant, L. Fannin in The Great, Catherine O'Hara in Schitt's Creek, or Jane Levy in Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist?
0: Catherine O'Hara, Schitt's Creek.
1: Correct. Ding, Uh, ding. Doing well, doing well. Three left. And one of them we already talked about. All right, this is probably the, the final toughest one. Who hosted last year? Hint, he is the star of the British version of The Office. Ricky Gervais. Yes! Gervais with an S, but yes.
0: Whatever. You can say (laughs) it either way. That's true. Okay.
1: All right. This one was uh, already your favorite person of the day. So (laughs) this person won Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama. I have the nominees, but you can just tell me if you remember. Mm -hmm. I might need those multiple choice, Chip. Riz Ahmed in Sound of Metal anthony hopkins in the father chadwick bozeman in ma rainey's black bottom gary oldman in mank or tahir rahim in the mauritanian
0: <laughs> i'm gonna guess chadwick bozeman
1: that's correct <laughs> i thought that's why he was your favorite person <laughs>
0: I just wanted to, you to recognize all the nominees, that's all. Oh, okay, for the people okay. at home that didn't know the answer. You're right, you're right. You're trying to give a good experience to the podcast listeners, man. Yeah, you're
1: right. Shouldn't, uh, shouldn't show out the nominees. They're nominated for a reason. All right, final one. Which show won best musical or comedy television series? Hey, Emily in Paris. B. Shit's Creek. C. The Flight Attendant. D. The Great. Or E. Ted Lasso.
0: Hmm. I wonder what show you like most. <laughs> I'm going to say Shit's Creek.
1: That is correct. Eight for eight. Crushed. You were nervous. You thought it was going to be <laughs> diabolical. You gave me
0: some pretty good hints along, <laughs> along the way. I don't know if I earned that
1: as much as you gave it to me. Oh, I think you earned it.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll take it.
1: Perfect again. Today. Fish
0: and Chip Podcast. Thanks, Chip. welcome. On Twitter at Fish and Chip Pod, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and the Google Machine. Most places you get your podcast. Bullhorn. Did I say Amazon? I don't know. I don't Something know. like that. Remember, hashtag prop up at Thrive Fantasy like I did this weekend, winning $19. Thank what? you. Yeah, That's some I dollars. Some big dollars oh, $19. Today over the course of three days
1: all from free contests
0: all from free contests
1: wow well you hear that when i went in
0: chicken parm dinner mm-hmm. now i can buy a chicken parm dinner actually now <laughs> dinner. It's
1: good.
0: chip daly's over there dan fish right here we say thanks for listening and stay sweet universe